This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Arrow Video Assortment Sunday episode. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on the Arrow Video Assortment episode number 16 is a special review of a proto-Jalo movie called The Possessed. We will be getting to that review after the first break. Before we get to that and get into all those fun things that we do, let's catch up, because this is the last episode of this week. It's been a kind of all-over-the-place, topsy-turvy sort of week, and to be honest, I've kind of dug it. We kicked it off in fashion by looking at the essentially second to last, penultimate, if you will, in the Bloody Terror box set. We looked at Insemnioid way back on Monday. On Thursday, we did a special listener question episode as a little bonus going through some of the stuff that you wanted to chat about or you wanted me to speak about or answer on that episode. And then on Saturday, which was yesterday, we dropped the listener choice episode covering Turbo Kid. Obviously today it is The Possessed from the Arrow Video Assortment. And then swinging into next week, we're kicking off with the final instalment of that bloody terror box set, which will drop tomorrow when we look at the very final movie and the Norman J. Warren collection, so to speak, which is Bloody New Year. Then we swing into Thursday, it will be movie club time, so you have until Wednesday, that's your deadline, to get your review in to be featured on that episode. The review is of the Spanish horror movie Thesis, so hurry up, get that in for Wednesday, your reviews will be covered on Thursday. On Saturday it's another listener choice episode. So Friday on the Facebook group page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast, you get to select one of three titles there and yeah we'll cover it on the Saturday and then on Sunday we are returning to our 88 Films Italian Collection series. So that is what is lined up for you there. Tonight on the Teapots Collective feed you're going to get the next instalment of Chronicle is looking at Requiem for a Village. So make sure you're there for that. You do not want to miss that episode at all. Um, and then later on in the week for the Teapots Collective, you will be getting the next instalment of Where to Begin with Jallo. We're running slightly behind on that feed just because there's a ton of stuff happening for the summer. CDs for podcasts under the stairs at the moment kind of pushing stuff back but within the next two weeks you'll get the next instalment of Opera Omnia and doing the nasty as well we will re-catch up with all those things in July and get back on track for the rest of the year so that is your lineup that's what you've got to look forward to hopefully you are ready and getting in that mindset now 
Just over a week ago, I posted the official list of movies for the Summer Teapot's Top 10 series. So those movies are now available and out there. So it's incumbent on you if you want to follow through on that series to get out there and get watching movies. The series will officially kick off proper at the end of July. The official kickoff date will be announced very, very, very soon, but it's likely to be the last week in July. And that runs from July right through to the end of September. So yeah, tons of stuff coming your way. All those episodes are massive, Herculean efforts on the recording side, but also on the listener side. So be prepared to have your summer dominated by the summer series. Okay, I think we've all caught up. I think we're all ready. We're going to take a short break. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for The Possessed as part of our Arrow video assortment. I'm going to be back to discuss that movie right after this. Hello, this is The Doom Show. Keep on keeping on and keep on trucking, America. We don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any. (laughs) The truth hurts. I just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback. Sorry, guys. That's got to (laughs) go. That's got to go in there. So on the show, uh, we talk about giallo movies and slasher movies and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard or Jeffrey or Simon. That's right. We have four people and we always talk at once, except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com. You can check out more Hello, This is the Doom Show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com. Check for our Amazon-exclusive Hello, This is the Doom Show cookbook. Do you like hot dogs? (laughs) We got them. Do you like mac and cheese? We got it. Do you like cheddar? We have it. Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow. The whole town said Tilda committed suicide, but the whole town knew she was murdered. Who spied on her at night and saw her making love to a stranger? Was he the man who killed her? Who killed Tilda? Who? What did anyone know about Tilda? Or about Enrico, the owner of the hotel where she worked? Or Mario, his strange, violent son? And Mario's silent wife, Adriana? And his sister, Emma, charming and suspicious? Who was it wandering by the side of the lake on those windy winter nights? Who was she? Who was the Lady of the Lake? Only in the final moments of the film will you find the startling answers to these questions. The Lady of the Lake. A film about a strange kind of love. And violence. And death. The Lady of the Lake, starring Peter Baldwin, Salvo Randone, Philippe Leroy, Pia Lindstrom, Valentina Cortese, 
with Virna Lisi as Tilda. Directed by Luigi Bazzoni and Franco Rossellini. Coming shortly to this screen. Peace here now. It's impossible for me to rest. Everything's destroyed. There's nothing left. The Lady of the Lake, a film of psychological suspense and terror you won't want to miss. And welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for The Possessed from 1965. This is episode number 16 of the Arrow Video Assortment and this is a title I've been looking forward to getting around to for quite some time. Uh, this is a first time watch for me so I kind of, the reason I was kind of excited is that these guys did another movie which landed smack dab right in the middle of the beginning of the boom of the Jallo called The Fifth Chord which upon watching it, I mean it wasn't necessarily bringing anything new story wise to the, the kind of budgeting experience of Jello, but visually this movie was fucking incredible, like breathtakingly beautiful uh, and really well paced it and I enjoyed it quite a bit and then I found out sometime later that they had done a previous movie from 65, so this is just kind of post Bava starting to flex his muscles, um, specifically with Blood and Black Lace they did this little movie called The Possessed, which was based on a true story, so don't roll your eyes too much, um, of murder and deception, etc, etc, uh, but had all the kind of hallmarks of a kind of Hitchcockian thriller with leanings towards what would become um, the, the, the kind of template of the Jallo. So I, you know, you give me all those words, you're just ticking Duncan light boxes all the way down my checklist of shit I want to watch. And I've held back on it mostly because I knew we would eventually get around to doing some sort of extensive giallo look on podcasts under the stairs or it would fall as part of the Arrow video assortment. And here we are, it has finally arrived. So let's give you some details on the disc. The Possessed is a wonderfully atmospheric proto-giallo based on one of Italy's most notorious crimes, the alleged killings, and adapted from the book On the Case by the acclaimed literary figure Giovanni Comasso. Try and get that right. Uh, Pierre Baldwin of The Ghost and the Weekend Murder stars as Bernard, a depressed novelist who sets off in search of his old flame, Tilda, a um, beautiful maid who works on a remote lakeside hotel. Bernard is warmly greeted by the hotel owner Enrico and his daughter Irma. But Tilda has disappeared under suspicious circumstances. Dun, dun, dun. Bernard undertakes an investigation and is soon plunged into a disturbing drama, drama of familial secrets, perversion, madness and murder. Co-written by... Guilio Questi of Death Laid an Egg and Arcana and co-directed by Luigi Bassoni of The Fifth Chord and Footprints on the Moon, The Possessed masterfully combines film noir, mystery and giallo tropes whilst also drawing on the form formal innovations of the 1960s art cinema, particularly the films of Michelangelo and Tonioni <laughs> and uniquely dreamlike take on true crime. The Possessed is presented here in a stunning new restoration. Details on the disc are production year 1965. This is region locked to region B. 
Um, the runtime is an hour and 25 minutes and the language is English and Italian with subtitles in English SDH. Audio is mono, the aspect ratio is 185.1 and the colour is black and white. Cast and crew on this one, director Luigi Bassoni, director Franco Rossellini, uh, cast Peter Baldwin, Werner Lisi, Felipe Leroy, Ennio Balbo, Valencia Cortez, Salvo Randon and Pia Lindstrom. Uh, the extras on this disc are a brand new 2K restoration from the original camera, negative, a high definition Blu-ray 1080p presentation, the original Italian and English titles, uh, sorry, soundtracks, titles and credits, uncompressed mono, 1.0 PCM audio, uh, newly translated English subtitles for the Italian soundtrack, and optional English subtitles for the deaf and hard of hearing for the English soundtrack, a new audio commentary by the writer and critic Tim Lucas, Richard Dreyer on The Possessed, a newly filmed video appreciation by the cultural critic and academic. Cat's Eyes, an interview with the film's makeup artist Giannetti De Rossi. Two days a week, an interview with the film's award-winning assistant art director Dante Ferretti. The Legacy of the Bazzoni Brothers, an interview with actor-director Francesco Barilli a close friend of Luigi and Camino Bazzoni, the original trailers and Reversible Sleeve featuring newly commissioned artwork by Sean Phillips. So, uh, yeah, I really, really like this movie, which should surprise no one because, like I said before, we are ticking boxes on the Duncan interest list with just the names involved, uh, the setup and the specific visual style that we're working with here. And that's where The Possessed, like, just from the off, kind of caught my attention and won, like, serious points with me. Uh, This is a, like, one of the more kind of jaw-dropping experiences I've had watching a film of this ilk from this time period, just because every single shot is designed from from a true kind of, almost kind of art house aesthetic, and plays with elements of the kind of dream logic and the real world and when you add in that level of the kind of the the black and white and the monochrome visuals as well on top of that it it became haunting and mesmerizing in equal measure and it's a very hypnotic film to watch for sure i I mean at its core it has a a wonderfully kind of top mystery which, to be fair, like doesn't even really kick in until about the twenty-minute mark. We are we're doing lots of other bits and bobs until we really start to begin to unravel the mystery about twenty minutes in, and then you only really have about an hour to conclude it. And it weaves and twists and turns. The the setup being that this writer uh, is coming back to to, to kind of reconnect with this maid that he had a fling with years before and the fact that all the times people are claiming that she has committed suicide and he can't reconcile the person that he knew with the action of suicide and starts to delve further in to try and unravel a mystery of why an entire town would appear to cover something up um, something so nefarious and like that's that in itself has a degree of intrigue that you're going to want to start to pick at and unravel. And then you add on top of that just this beautiful visual eye, which, and I can't stress this enough, I, I mean, I thought the fifth chord was wonderful, and you can see where these directors 
and playing with colour palettes really start to, to take their own in that one. But in this kind of black and white arena, they are they are doing things that are just incredible and blurring the lines between conscious reality and the, the kind of subconscious dream world in ways which I found surprisingly uh, refreshing and at times like very ahead of the curve. Uh, there are certain scenes that set up that you are about halfway through before you actually start to realise that what you're seeing is maybe not necessarily a reliable linear uh, scene play out and rather we are, we're kind of delving into the, the, the world of the dream and the, the way the characters are set out and the investigation continues kept me fascinated from the off. It has a, a kind of really playful artistic style as well which can be quite disorientating to watch and all that's coming from the direction and the camera work which is kind of next level for me. Um, the character interactions are essentially just kind of basic until you get those those kind of different perspectives in the camera moving. Uh, a lot of that should be credited to Leonida Barboni, uh, who is the cinematographer here, really kind of does a stellar job here. And even on top of that, Nino Bar Baragali, uh, I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, um, who did the editing, because the editing work is really quite interesting here uh, and keeps you going for sure. Um, Maybe an unsung hero on this is probably if we're if we're leaning into it is the the work here done on the score by Renzo Rossinelli, whose score is dramatic and twisting and weaving and mysterious and a classical and playful and just like really 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 interesting and layers the suspense and dread and a kind of almost Hitchcockian fashion uh, over what you're seeing here as well and then you get into the, the, the kind of the acting itself Peter Baldwin is fucking brilliant as this guy who at times feels like he's losing his mind a guy who's used to penning the stories um, and being in control of what he writes to being sucked into a mystery where, you know, he's like almost out of his depth from the start. Um, and then you have other great performances by other characters around them. I mean, it is not the most original movie that you're going to see by any stretch of the imagination. It's not that sort of movie. Um, on top of that, it's not the 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 most kind of transcendial giallo. It has giallo elements. I can understand why we're classing it as a proto-giallo because it, it kind of dips its toe in a genre which hasn't really been fully formed yet and hasn't really found its identity or its voice. Um, and it's still more in line with what I would class as a full-on kind of Hitchcockian thriller, for sure. But... Um, it is definitely leaning towards that, and it's setting out its stall as we, we as a you know, a group of filmmakers in Italy, are experimenting with something which we think is going to become the next big thing, and won't really see that for another five years. The Possessed is a thumping good film. I mean, like really, really good film, and it's maybe not for those that have a passing interest in either Italian cinema or even a passing interest in, in, in kind of more the thriller, mystery and giallo side of things. I think this is kind of one that 
is more for people that have an appreciation of not only art house cinema, but an appreciation for the artistic endeavours that go in to make a, a kind of standard story far more interesting using the techniques in the background. That's where The Possessed, to me, really, really shines. It is a, a, a kind of incredible movie, if I'm honest, and I, I think right beside The Fifth Chord, uh, this, this to me shows a, a level of direction from, from specifically... Bazzoni, who I would love to have seen do more, who didn't really do that much more, specifically in this kind of in this realm here for for sure. Um, I mean, other names that are are interested to to tag on just before I give you my grade is Ernesto Gastaldi is credited as working on the screenplay. Gastaldi would work on a ton of things, and the directors would help uh, take the you know the original book itself. Uh, by Giovanni Comiso uh, over to the next level, um, you know, using other people like Guido Questi who had also done work there. So you're getting these guys who become essentially the the the, the screenwriters for a lot of giallos starting to, to dip their toe into the water back in 65 here, who would become prevalent names in screenwriting there as well. So it's, it's weird. It's like, it's not even a full Rosetta Stone, like something like Blood and Black Lace. This to me is a weird kind of, you know, a, a strange cousin uh, who you only see every now and again. But when you do, he's got these really interesting stories that will, or, you know, he's he's, he's wearing a T-shirt of a band you've never heard of before. And then you start listening to him and you realise it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, that's The Possessed to me. I think it is a fascinating little movie. If you get a chance, check it out. It also went under the title The Lady of the Lake. Um, but The Possessed is essentially the English language one. Uh, La Donna de Lago is the Italian name for it as well. Really, really like this one. This one gets a five. I, I mean, I will watch the shit out of this again. Uh, I checked out some of the special features, switched on the Tim Lucas commentary for about 20 minutes um, at a random section in the movie. I always find Tim Lucas's view on films infinitely fascinating anyway, and he seemed to know a, a lot about what was going on in the background. But yeah, it's a five for me for The Possessed. Uh, a title which I'm glad I waited off to watch and one that I can't wait to sit down and watch again. So there you go. Right, I'm going to take my final break. When I come back, I'm closing out the show right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. you've been listening to the podcast under the stairs this has been our arrow video assortment episode number 16 looking at the possessed from 1965 what a pick loved that movie we will be continuing the arrow video assortment in three weeks time we'll be looking at a little movie called to live and die in la now i caught this for the first time when i bought this disc and this is a movie that after a first watch I kind of fucking loved it, so I'm really excited to get back and watch this one again. Details on the disc on the Arrow Video website are A Federal Agent is dead, a killer is loose, and the City of Angels is about to explode. 
In the 70s, William Friedkin made The French Connection, The Exorcist and The Sorcerer. And in the 80s, he equaled them with To Live and Die in LA, one of the most stylish thrillers the decade has to offer. When his partner is murdered just days before retirement, Secret Service agent Richard Chance, played by William Pearson of Manhunter, begins an obsessive hunt for his killer, counterfeiter and all-round psychopath Eric Masters, played by Willem Dafoe in his villainous prime. Beautifully shot by Robbie Muller of Repo Man Paris and Texas fame, and with a driving score by British New Wave act Wang Chung, to live and die in LA looks and sounds exceptional in this brand new 4K restoration from the original 35mm negative. So yeah, that is where we're going in three weeks time to live and die in LA and I am fucking pumped about this one to say the least. There's a multitude of ways to check out the show as always wherever you're checking us out right now hit subscribe and that way you don't miss any of the content we put out. We put out loads Subscribing is the only way to ensure you get it all. And also subscribe to that Teapots Collective so you get the additional content that goes out on our sister channel. As simple as that, ladies and gents. You can support this show by buying merch by going to teapotscast.bigcartel.com and visit our website, it's teapotscast.com. You can visit us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teapotscast. You can visit the Facebook page for the Teapots Collective at facebook.com forward slash teapotscast. Reach out and touch myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at teapotscast. Check us out in the Flick Chat app. Flick Chat is free and available for Android and iOS. Whilst you're doing that, you can create yourself a little profile and join our page by adding the join code TPUTSCAST. Easy stuff. The podcast under this day will return to you tomorrow, ladies and gents, concluding out our bloody terror box set by looking at the final movie in the collection for Norman G. Warren. It is bloody New Year. But until then, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.